May I speak in the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. This Good Friday may feel different for many of us. Some who worshiped with us in years past are not here to worship with us today. As a seminary professor of mine, Claire Colombo says, during Holy Week, some of us may experience the power of place positively. We may find healing and connection in our embodied worship. But it's important to remember, she says, that others may experience the power of place negatively. We may feel triggered by or resistant to the narrative of religious trauma being rehearsed here today. Good Friday is already a very challenging moment in our church calendar. It's the day we remember the very worst of the trials and suffering that Jesus went through out of his deep love for us. It's the day Jesus was mortally wounded, shedding not just tears, but blood as he took his last breaths. We remember this alongside each of the ways we have experienced personal suffering and grief and shed our own tears between last Easter and today. Not to mention the accumulated suffering and grief and tears experienced over the course of our lives. We bring these personal trials and tears with us when we worship on Good Friday. And this year, we also bring all of the collective trials and tears specific to what we have endured together these past 10 months at St. Stephen's. Jesus wept is the shortest verse in the Bible, but perhaps one of the most powerful. We heard this simple truth in John 11 just a couple of weeks ago. It's from the story of Jesus going to see his friends, Lazarus, Martha, and Mary in Bethany, but not arriving to be with them until a few days after Lazarus died. So why is this two-word verse, Jesus wept, among the most important in all of our holy scriptures? This verse is so powerful because in these two words, we learn how very much God loves us, enough to take on human form, enough to live and die as one of us, enough to love his friends, enough to be heartbroken with grief when his friend died before he had the chance to help or even to say goodbye, enough to go all the way to the cross for us as we are remembering today on Good Friday. Makoto Fujimura, a renowned painter and a person of deep Christian faith, was living with his wife and children in Lower Manhattan on September 11, 2001. The neighborhood where Fujimura's home and art studio are located were in the shadow of the World Trade Center. For years, he has been processing the trauma of all that he experienced that day. Fujimura has processed this traumatic experience along with other losses in his life through the lens of his Christian faith, overlaid with the lens of his artistic practice. I began to journey into this mystery of Jesus's tears as I painted in recent times, especially following September 11th. I began to feel Christ's tears in me as I walked the streets that I called home. I focused on Christ's tears for me and for the world as I painted. By faith, I began to imagine painting with Christ's tears, began to see that the very materials I use, extravagant, water-based materials, are mixed with Christ's tears. 
This Christ who shed tears for his friend is the same Logos or living word who has existed from before the foundation of the world. God chose to be with us as Jesus, the word made flesh, not merely to fix the problems of humanity's sins or imperfections, but to do something even more all-encompassing and amazing than that, to be with us in the mystery of human life in every way, fully with us in experiencing human friendship and laughter and joy, and fully with us in experiencing human suffering, disappointment, and even death. When we talk about Holy Week, we often use the word passion, as in the passion of Christ. Some even call this Passion Week. When we use passion in the context of Jesus and Holy Week, we mean it in a different way. By passion, we mean that which is suffered. It's the opposite of action. It's, what, it's that which is done to you rather than what you do. Jesus has experienced the passion of suffering what life has done to him through the actions and inactions of others. We hear this truth proclaimed with boldness in today's passage from Hebrews. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who in every respect has been tested as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to the one who was able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. In Hebrews, we are reminded that we have a great high priest who is able to sympathize with our weaknesses and who has been tested as we are. Knowing this allows us to approach God with boldness as we seek to receive mercy and find grace in our time of need. Not only that, but Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears. In Jesus, God knows what it is like to live and die as one of us. In Jesus, God knows what it's like to feel the pains of life so deeply and so profoundly as to cry out in frustration and despair to shed tears drawn from the deepest well of suffering and sorrow. As Fujimura observes, in Japanese culture, we see beauty as rooted in what is passing and even in what is broken. Christ sees in our wounds value to the extent that our sufferings and wounds are invaluable. What we cannot see in our struggles, in our journey into suffering, God sees and the Spirit upholds as precious to who we will become. Elaine Pagels, a historian of religion at Princeton, is also someone who has experienced deep suffering and has struggled with how to move forward in her life and in her faith. In her 2018 memoir, Why Religion? A Personal Story, Pagels shares the story of building a life together with her husband, Heinz, a physicist, and how after struggling with infertility, they finally welcomed their son, Mark, into the world. He made it through heart surgery as an infant, but then was diagnosed with a terminal lung disease at age two, dying at age six. The Pagels also adopted two more children, Sarah and David, and were enjoying a vacation together in the Rocky Mountains, barely a year after Mark had died, when Heinz died in a freak hiking accident. 
Pagels was overwhelmed with grief at losing her son and husband within such a short span, just 15 months apart, and further overwhelmed as she navigated being left to raise an infant and a toddler on her own while continuing to support her family as a professor. As Elaine Pagels tried to make sense of the senseless deaths of those she loved, she could not be persuaded to believe that everything happens for a reason though many in our culture find comfort in that platitude. She could find no meaning in it. Instead, she discovered what is clear is that meaning may not be something we find. We found no meaning in our son's death or in the death of countless others. The most we could hope for was that we might be able to create meaning. Like Makoto Fujimura, Elaine Pagels, sought to make sense of these traumatic losses through the lens of her Christian faith, and in her case, through the lens of her work as an academic. As a scholar of what are called the Gnostic Gospels, her mind kept returning to these words from the Gospel of Thomas. Within a person of light, there is light. If illuminated, it lights up the whole world. If not, everything is dark. Reflecting on these words, she discovered that they helped to dispel isolation and turn me from despair, suggesting that every one of us is woven into the mysterious fabric of the universe and into connection with each other, with all being, and with God. Jesus wept, and we too have wept. And because life is so beautiful and life is so hard, we will continue to weep. As we do, I pray we can take comfort and courage in remembering that in each of us is a light. If illuminated, it lights up the whole world. If not, everything is dark. So let your light shine, even through your tears. Amen. Amen.